I'm so good to see you guys here tonight. We have gathered to do one thing, and that is to give thanks to the Lord. I want to invite you to turn in your Bible, if you brought a Bible, to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. First Thessalonians 5, I'm going to read verses 16 through 18. First Thessalonians 5, starting in verse 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Give thanks in all circumstances, Paul says. Some of you may not be feeling very thankful right now, and, and I understand that, I, I, I really do, if if you're struggling this year, for whatever reason, it doesn't have to be related to, to COVID or the fact that we're all wearing masks in this room tonight, the fact that there are cases that are increasing across the state, it doesn't have to be related to that. It could be a particular struggle that, that you're facing. It could be a particular loss that you've endured, that you're struggling to shake. And so when you think of Thanksgiving, the, not, not, not the American celebration, but the act of Thanksgiving, it, it may be hard for you. And I think that we each have felt, in one way or another, loss over the past year. As a church, we have felt loss. As individuals, we have felt loss. And it is hard to give thanks when you feel like you've only received pain and heartache. When you feel like all you've received is pain and heartache, it is difficult to then respond with gratitude and thanksgiving. But, thankfully, you're, you're not the only person here. And there are some of you here who, who do feel very grateful tonight. You, you're very thankful. The Lord has answered a prayer in a very specific way for you. And you, you feel grateful to the Lord for what he has done. And yet, here in this passage, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18, Paul commands us to give thanks in how many circumstances? All. Give thanks in all circumstances. These are exhortations. These are commands. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing and give thanks in all circumstances. I want to share a couple thoughts on what Paul means in this command and, and how we can keep it. What he means and how we can keep it. First, there's this expectation. What, what does Paul mean here when he says give thanks in all circumstances? There's, there's an expectation. and Here's the expectation. Gratitude should be a reflexive habit of the heart. That's the expectation. Gratitude should be a reflexive habit of the heart. He says give thanks in all circumstances. And it parallels to verse 17 verse 16 rejoice always pray without ceasing and obviously Paul doesn't mean by pray without ceasing that we're supposed to be on a 24/7 prayer walk you know that we're just constantly all the time every waking moment of the day supposed to be in prayer to the Lord that's that's clearly not what he means instead Paul expects prayer and thanksgiving and even joy to be like reflexes of our hearts 
when any and every circumstance comes. So to give thanks in all circumstances means for our hearts to reflexively respond to every situation with gratitude. And if we, we view gratitude as a reflex, when you think about reflexes, so reflexes aren't choices, right? It's the, the weird thing the doctors would do when they, I don't know why you guys do that, by the way. Maybe you could fill me in later, Eric, where they hit your knee, you know, wing, you know, and your, your leg goes up. That's not a choice. Like your brain, does, you, know, you don't decide that you're going to do it. It just happens. It's a reflex. Uh, they're natural responses. However, reflexes can be developed by a series of intentional choices. So uh, the way I think of it, if you throw something at me without telling me, you just throw something at me, my reflex is going to be to try to catch it. I, I'm going to try to catch it. But that's because I played baseball every single year for 13 straight years. So it's just, that's just my reflex. I try to catch it. If you try to throw something at Erica, she's going to duck, okay? Every, every single time she's going to duck. She's not going to try to catch it. And it's not because she's unathletic. It's because she spends most of her waking hours with three little boys. Um, and so we, we've developed a healthy fear for our lives, you know. Um, it's a good thing they're cute and uh, they're fun. But gratitude is a choice that is birthed deep within our hearts. And, and the good news is, when it's repeated, when it becomes a reflexive habit, it starts to change our disposition toward every single situation that we face. And this is really important. Our hearts are not naturally oriented toward gratitude. Our hearts are naturally oriented toward grumbling. We don't naturally give thanks when bad things happen. And if you think about it, we don't even naturally give thanks to God when good things happen. You know, when we win in life, we get, we get a promotion, we get a raise, we, we, we have some type of success in life, we typically don't first thank God, we celebrate our own skill, our own competency. Our hearts are naturally oriented inward, not upward. We, we take pity in ourselves in bad circumstances. We take pride in ourselves in good circumstances. We grumble. But the vision of the Christian life in all circumstances, Paul says here, is to be grateful. We are called to be thankful people. Now, we can't become thankful people unless we practice gratitude, unless we do what Paul says here. That's why it's, in, it's voiced as a command, give thanks we're commanded and expected to actively and intentionally give thanks to God. And when something good happens to you, give thanks to God. And when something bad happens to you, you, you give thanks to God. Developing a habit of thankfulness will turn thankfulness into a reflex, which will enable you to give thanks to God no matter what comes. It'll help you live as as one who is looking to heaven, to a father who cares about every single circumstance that you face. When gratitude is a reflex, when it's a reflexive habit in all circumstances, you will have this strange yet clear perspective in even the most difficult situations. When gratitude is a reflexive habit, we will see more clearly just how good and gracious God is to us even on the dark days. And, and when gratitude is a reflexive habit, you will become a person who doesn't idolize comfort. And, and you, will, you will not become, or you will become a person who also does not crumble in crisis. 
So that's the expectation for gratitude to not just be something we randomly do, but be something we habitually do so that it becomes a reflex of our heart. That's the expectation, but there's an important motivation because naturally we ask the question, how could we possibly do that? I could convince you very easily tonight that when something good happens to you, you need to give thanks to God. But how can I possibly convince you when something bad happens to you? Oh, you know what you need to do? Thank God. Thank God. And, and ask you to do that, you know, unironically. There's an important motivation here. And the motivation is that gratitude depends on God's grace, not circumstances. It depends on God's grace, not circumstances. So when Paul says here, give thanks in all circumstances, who is the presumed recipient of thanks? God. In all circumstances, give thanks. Not generally, but very specifically to God. Our problem with gratitude is that it is often controlled by our circumstances. We give or don't give thanks to God depending on what we're going through. But life in a fallen world, hear me, will never be good enough that we can't find a reason to grumble. At the same time, life in a fallen world will never be bad enough to justify a thankless existence. God is too good. He is too gracious. Giving thanks doesn't depend on our circumstances or even our perception of our circumstances. Giving thanks depends on a right view of God's goodness and grace. Not only is gratitude not dependent on our circumstances, though, gratitude is also not dependent on specific outcomes or gifts. Gratitude is the expected heart reflex to God and he is sovereign over every single circumstance that we face. We give thanks to someone, you know, obviously, when they do something for us that we either didn't do or couldn't have done. So when we receive something from someone else, we give thanks. So for example, I, I feel weird even explaining this to you, but uh, it may be helpful. Uh, today at lunch, Philip and I had lunch, and they came with the bill, and before I could even blink, Philip lays his card down, and he pays for it. He paid for lunch. And what did I say? You hope I said. I think I said. I did. Okay. Thank you. I, I, I thank you. you. You did this for me. Um, and, and, and whenever we have individual circumstances like that of people providing for us or helping us in some way, we can respond with thanks. But Paul tells us to give thanks in all circumstances. Philip isn't there in all circumstances. No individual person that does any good thing for you is there in all circumstances, but who is? In all circumstances. Why can you give thanks? It's because thanks is not tethered to a specific outcome or a specific gift or a specific circumstance. It's tethered to God who is always there in the good circumstances, in the bad circumstances. We can give thanks to God in all circumstances because he is sovereignly, sometimes mysteriously, working in all circumstances. His grace, his faithfulness, his love, his goodness, they are ever-present, never-ceasing realities that you cannot escape if you are his child. No circumstance can find its way to you without first flowing through the good and sovereign hand of God. So as we approach the end of one of the more difficult years that we have faced as a church and as individuals, I want to encourage you to do something that may be very difficult for you to even think about doing. I want you to give thanks. I want you to give thanks 
to God. Give thanks even in difficult circumstances, any difficult circumstance that you face, because Paul says this is the will of God for you in Christ. The more thanks that you give, the more grace you will see. And day by day, by the power of God's sanctifying grace, he will transform us into thankful people who are able to receive everything and anything with contentment and faith and hope and peace. You will be unshakable if you become a person who reflexively responds to every situation with gratitude because you know your God is sovereign and he is good and he is gracious to you. Let me pray for us and then we're gonna collectively give, give thanks together. Uh, Father, thank you so much for your grace and your goodness. Thank you that in every single circumstance that we face, we meet you there as well. Nothing catches you off guard. Nothing is outside of your control. And so would you make us into people who respond in every situation and to every circumstance with gratitude? Would you forgive us for our grumbling? Would you forgive us for our inward looking and inward thinking? Would you direct our gaze to heaven and help us to trust you more? It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.